Our next guest joins us from the Yarra Valley and from Oak Ridge. It's good morning to David Bicknell. Morning. How you doing there, mate? We've also you've got Jill on the line here as well. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Uh, I'm uh, I'm good this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah is, that, is it safe to... to say that you're not normally good in the mornings, or is it because <laughs> oh. it's a Sunday morning? No, we we had a few issues in the winery last night and this morning. Oh. So um, oh, no. just with the um, fridge plant dropping out completely, but we seem to have um, got it going again. Everything, um, you know, everything's you under gotta, control. Gotta, well, Look, I would have thought it was so cold train. down there you wouldn't need the fridge. <laughs> Sorry, it, it is a bit. Sorry, it is a bit chilly. <laughs> it is a bit chilly today, but. Um, <laughs> We, we can't live without it these days. It, it runs so many things and it keeps the barrel rooms cool. And uh, so, you know, it's just a vital piece of equipment. So when that drops out, you know, it's all hands on deck, really. Absolutely. Right. And it's, oh, well, it's actually good to take the listeners into something like that, Dave, because we have this absolutely romantic view of everything to do with winemaking. And then you're up on a Sunday morning late on a Saturday night trying to fix the bloody fridge. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. You have to you have to understand um, the engineering that goes behind the winery. It's hilarious because we we get a um, you know we take on a lot of um, winemaking students for vintage as well, mm. and inevitably one of the you know we talk about the subjects they're doing and what they're learning, and and most of them say, oh, winery engineering is so boring. You know, just I just want to get a pass, get through it. Yeah. and it's mm. like, guys, like this this is actually the piece that you need to know and you need to understand because whether you go to a big place or a little place something will break down or fail and you really need to understand how your plant works um so you don't have problems um so um so yes we're we're fridge mechanics we're electricians we're drain cleaners plumbers carpenters welders we we have to do it all (laughs) And if anyone at home needs a pump fixed, uh, Dave Bicknell will come. No, yeah, he won't. He won't. <laughs> oh yeah, pump maintenance. Don't 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 go there. We we actually ha- we actually had to get somebody in yesterday to um, to fix one of the most important pumps in the winery. So um, we just we couldn't work out what was going on. So a lot of stuff now is so tech based as well. But yeah. a bit like yeah. modern cars, you can't just fix it with rubber bands and, <laughs> and you a know, coat hanger. <laughs> and and you know duct tape it just doesn't work any longer. Well, let's just say that all of it must be worth it because when you get an end result like you have just received, um, it's only going to put a smile on your face, right? And I would love to say congratulations on behalf of all of our listeners and everyone here at the show because that's an awesome feat to be a uh, to be named number one by the Real Review. So, um, how's it make you feel, Dave? Well. We were, I was, um, surprised, like really yeah. surprised. And uh, look, it's pretty cool. It, it really is. Yeah. Um, I guess the background of Oak Ridge is that it wasn't in great shape when I went there. And um, I guess this is we, we this is what we've turned it into. We've turned it into um, a capable, consistent um, producer. That's, yep. uh, I guess. I've just I've done what I was asked to do. It's only taken yeah. twenty years, but <laughs> I think that Hugh and Hook would actually say that you're more than just uh, capable. Um, we just had him on the show and uh, to talk through, you know, the, the winners, top top few of them, and um, 
obviously the way he speaks about your wines is uh is, is is just incredibly impressive so i mean we all know you're famous for your beautiful shards uh, especially the 864 shard which well that's been winning award after award wasn't it best chardonnay a few years ago in the chardonnay challenge yeah <clears throat> yeah we've only we've only won it once um but um the thing i guess it, and it is again it's nice when that happens but we we don't we don't go out there to to, to do that it's not a it's not no. like it's the the end game of what we're doing no. it really is about um i guess for for oak ridge it's about um you know classicism really in particular varieties mm. Mm. And we we seem to have hit that you know real kind of zeitgeist with Chardonnay with where we went you know twenty years ago mm. um, yes. that nobody else was really sort of doing it and um, and it's you know and it it hasn't been difficult because where we're growing that variety in the valley we we don't need to add anything and we're getting you know moderate alcohols mm. and appropriate flavour and beautifully balanced acidities um, because we're growing the right variety in the right place. And yeah. making it in, as you say, it's you, you've hit the, the, the zeitgeist, if, if you like. So do you, do you sort of have a bit of a chuckle sometimes when you think people say, oh, Dave Bicknell's at the vanguard of modern Australian Chardonnay? Or is it just like, mate, that's just how I make Chardonnay? Um, yeah, um, you know, it's like anything, Dave. You, you get kind of pigeonholed. Mm. With all of these things, <laughs> and and it's quite funny because um, even Hewan pointed out it was the it's the kind of the the elevation with our reds that's led to us getting this award. Mm. Mm. Um, but for a lot of people, we're just a Chardonnay producer. Well, yeah. I, 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 we, we don't make red wine. I celebrated <laughs> last I celebrated last night with a 2019 864 Cabernet and. Uh, my lord, if that's not one of the best value for money wines coming out of the Yarra Valley, I don't. I'm not. I'm not here. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I'd, I'd actually argue that over the shoulder Cab Merlot is much better value. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I mean it's great wine for the price. It, yeah, it, yeah. Well, you, but yeah. you are known for value. I mean, you're over the shoulder Chardonnay, which is just a staple for for me. Like every few weeks, grabbing a bottle. Um, that's just that is incredible value. Yeah, or well, your wine's kind of, you're known for that. We, we, we put, we probably put more effort into those wines than we do into some of the top wines, to be honest. Yeah. Right. Um, the, a lot of the effort that goes into the very top wines and those selections is very much the viticulturally based view and approach. Mm. And, and so Steve Faulkner, who's my viticulturist, and his team, he's got five in his team, and as compared to the winery where there's two of us, <laughs> that's where all that work goes yeah. because it's getting it's getting that primary product right. Yeah. And if, we, if we're growing it in the right place with balanced crops, and um, then it, it all becomes quite easy. So a lot yeah. of the work goes into the lesser wines in terms of um, you know, maybe using a little bit more winemaking technique, trying to get not so good vineyards up into a better place, mm. and and that's where a lot of the challenges and the work come in. And then you know, in terms of maintaining a style and a quality at that price, which would it, is would becoming it be, very. Would it be difficult. fair to say, Dave, that that notion of of 
quality value wines comes maybe a little bit from the stable, the, the de Bordelais sort of stable, where the, the stuff in the, the lower echelons always over delivers for value for money. And then as you get more expensive, as you say, it's just like a vineyard selection. Yeah, well, well that's right. It, it does. And of course, you know, I worked for the de Bordelais family for 10 years. Yeah. So, you know, that's really where I, I cut my teeth um, with Steve Weber up at Dixon's Creek. Mm. And, um, and you know, he had still does have such a keen eye for <coughs> creating value, you know, at price. They've, they've, mm. They're the masters of it. I mean, when you look at even Pinot Noir in this country, they they straddle everything from ten to you know one hundred and forty dollars. Mm. They're the only the only one in the country that does it, and they and they do it well. So. Mm. Um, these are these are real skills, and it's it's again going back to my students. You know, one of the things that we all say to them is, if you really want to get on in this industry, um, and you really want to understand um, the mechanics, and you really want to get the discipline that's required to go, you know, to the top level, but often you have to work in a big place to yeah. to understand that discipline, yeah. and to yeah. understand where the standards are, and understand logistics, and yeah. And 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 minor details. So and have to have the full picture of all of it. Yeah, that's 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 mm. right. Yeah, and, and, and De Bordelais has been a proving ground for as I would say this is my own opinion, but Broken Wood and De Bordelais, when you look at Ian Leslie Riggs and um, and Steve Weber, they've they've just produced time and time again people coming out of those those places who are incredible winemakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. They. They they allow you to um, they allow you to um, to work and grow, and um, you know that gives us the opportunity to springboard off into into doing other things. And for me, you know, obviously it was to to, to go over to Oak Ridge and and turn that around. So yep. it has been, and I'd like to think that we we would get into that position at some point. And I think I think potentially we are. You know, we've had a um, you know, Tim Perrin, who was with me for seven years, yeah. has now gone to run Kuyong. Yes. And and I'll go, hey, if he doesn't, um, you know, really have a, an impact there yeah. and increase the quality there, even though their wines are good, yes. he he will be, he's just like me, um, he'll just be looking for how, how can I just make this 1% or 2% better every year. Yeah. No, we've, yep. I've, I've, I've been in conversations to get him on the show post-vintage because it's his first yeah. vintage make and wine down there. And um, yeah. so let him let him be and then it'll be a fascinating conversation to have when he's done. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, um, you know, he's he, they're the Oak Ridge B team now because um, <laughs> his offsider, Christian Bradshaw, who's a winemaker down there, Tim and I tried to get him to stay with us at Oak Ridge a few years ago. He worked with us for two years. Right. And... Um, <laughs> we're trying to get him to to um, to stay with us, and the old owners, um, you know, wouldn't let us put someone else on. So, right. so <laughs> I helped him get the job at Kuyong, and now Tim's gone down there as well. So, um, so it's been, it's quite funny, and they, they're great mates of ours because <clears throat> we we love the football. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's like every day we're you know texting each other, giving each other a lot of crap about what's going on in the, with footy. Yeah. Who who do you follow, Dave? I'm not sure who you follow. Slowly, uh, enigmatic team at St Kilda, <laughs> who um, 
He just happened to be number one on the ladder. He just happened to be number one on the ladder. <laughs> there yep. you go. Seems like you're you having go. a pretty good year, Dave. <laughs> I should have bought a lotto ticket this weekend, but Maybe. I didn't. Well, look, it's, it's it's not too late. You can still do it. So actually, yeah. uh, on that, how are you spending this uh, this Easter long weekend? I mean, you're still in vintage, right? Yep. Yep. Right. Uh, we're, we're working all the way through. So um, And fixing fridges. And fixing fridge plants, yeah. So uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday I tried to take the day off, but that didn't really work. Mm. And I ended up in in work, and um, and uh, and I had to do an interview for Channel Seven, which was quite funny. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, and then you know today again we've just you know got a few issues with the winery and. Uh, and of course, so, we drag you into yes, another interview. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, you know, we've, we've we've got Cad and Shiraz, you know, fermenting. We're filling off Pinot barrels today with a couple of um, couple of batches. Mm. Um, so it's just, and for us, it's another day. It doesn't make any difference sure. whatsoever sure. that it's Easter. Sure. Yeah, um, and just because we won't, won't keep you too much longer, because obviously you're very busy. But uh, V V twenty three, it was sort of you know, gearing up to be a bit of a difficult one and then it turned really good, didn't it? So everything would be off the vineyards for you or is Cabernet still somewhere? No, no we, we've still got a bit to go. Right. Um, so it was difficult, it got good and it's got difficult again. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you, 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 um, you've you seen the weather out the window in the last, you know, week or two. So, I have, yeah. Um, it's, it's been diabolical, really, and mm. we had a, a ton of rain again in the last 48 hours. So um, I've still got a little bit of Shiraz out there. Right. And um, we, we we could have picked it. And in the end, um, I've sort of deferred it, uh, the picking um, to Steve, my vineyard manager, yep. my viticulturist. I just said, you know, how's it going to go out there if we do get 40 or 50 mils of rain? He said, it'll be fine. Yeah. And so I've got a lot of faith in his ability to to get these things right. So there's a little bit of Shiraz out there and um, we've still got all the cab out there and the Five Oaks cab obviously is out there. I don't think we'll be picking that until well, after Anzac Day. Which, yeah, right. um, yep. You know, we, we've always maintained that, you know, Anzac, if it's not picked by Anzac Day, it's probably not worth picking. But th- this is one of those really odd years where... It is so cool and it is so late. Mm. And um, I mean, we're lucky if you if you um, go up to Macedon and I was talking to Matt Harrop yesterday yeah. um, at Curly, and he said, you know, they've got Pinot at eleven bow mate. But they're <laughs> they're weeks away from picking. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and yeah, I know I that. Some of the other regions are the same. You know, Adelaide Hills are only just getting into it. Path of Orange is still. Um, I saw that um, uh, Printy were only picking sparkling base last week. Oh my lord! <laughs> uh, so, wow. so this is one of those really unusual, cool years. Um, and um, you know, if we have to go into May to pick, well, we will. So um, we've do- we've done everything we can now to 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 get everything up to the highest possible place, um, and it's just being a little bit patient. Yeah, I reckon uh, Shandy's sitting over there on a beach in Margaret River just uh, going, oh, I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> yeah, <it> absolutely. <laughs> 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 or, 
Although I'll, I'll guarantee that he's got his own bullets to deal with over there. Yeah, of, a, of a different sort. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he came on a couple of weeks ago, actually, and, you know, we rehashed Fridgegate. A bit different from your Fridgegate, but um, oh, classic, classic stories with Shandy. Uh, so so the weather. The weather's so much nicer over there, isn't it? It all seems to be sunny. Yeah, it does. And well, but windy though, I guess. So no, um, you and Proctor was telling me he was on the the same course, the Future Leaders with Steve Faulkner, and he spoke incredibly yeah. highly of Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Steve's a Steve's an interesting beast. Um, you know, he's he's known in the winery as the Pinot Wombat. Um, <laughs> okay, can you please explain that? <laughs> well. Because he loves Pinot and he looks like a wombat. So, oh, <laughs> there's, it's there's that no literal. <laughs> there's no mysteries there at all. Um, but he's 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 just somebody who's you know he's just dedicated to the pursuit of growing the best possible grapes. That's right. you know that's why I hired him. Yeah. That's the name of the game. Yeah, well done. Yep. So, can I just ask did you did you at all have some mum, some small moment to celebrate your win recently? Because I'd just like to know how how you celebrate when you do. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, I, do, um, I probably don't have time. Will you? Will you? Once vintage is done, yeah. or do you feel like you're just going to? It's, it's, if, if the moment's passed. Um, no, I don't think it's passed, but. I, I hadn't I hadn't told any of the guys in the winery at all. Oh, and, oh. <laughs> and I, I didn't tell them at all. And 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 um, when it came out on Friday, you know, obviously there, all of a sudden there were these posts on Instagram yes. and so forth. And LinkedIn going, and everywhere. Yeah. What what the hell's going on here? And it's like, well, yeah. you know, we've, we've done okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah we've, we've done, okay. done okay. Well, you've got to keep the the Pinot wombat on his toes, you know. Yeah, you well, that's right. You can't let him roam too freely. So, um, but we will um, we'll celebrate appropriately um, at the end of vintage when the work's done. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, we always have an end of vintage do, and um, yeah, and we will we'll celebrate fully. And just before yeah, we let good. you go, Dave, what what's exciting you about the valley at the moment? Is there something you know, someone new coming in doing something, or is there something in town that's really cool? Uh, well, the coolest thing in town—that's pretty easy—is uh, Jaden Ong. It is. Um, you know, I had dinner at Jaden's on Friday. Yes. Um, and it's just awesome, and you know, Jaden is just—he's such an A grader in he hospitality. Is. Yeah. And he um, and his wines are great, and the drinks list there, and the wine list are great, and Enio Styles was DJing, and nice. and it was—it's just awesome, and there's such a vibe down there, and it's just like a breath of fresh air in the in the valley. Yeah. Um, yeah. With Jaden, with what he's doing. Some of the most deluxe toilets going around too. How nice yeah. are they? That's, that's <laughs> t- for a guy who's Look, cooking on fire out the front. The toilets are pretty yeah. good. Yeah, well, he's just—he just knows how to to drive quality. It's it's great, and yeah, and we love that. Yeah, you're right, and very yeah, nice. very smart wine list. You can drink some very nice wines there, including his own and, and actually, his own as well. Yeah, yeah well, we, we we had one of his uh, fifteen um, Shirazes the other day, and it was just it was spectacular. It was yeah. fantastic. Well, we're actually selling the one block uh, Chardonnay, Pinot, and Shiraz at Dan's now. Yeah, right. Oh, so. Well. That's that's pretty cool. Um, that is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. years ago, years ago, um, 
I don't know, Dan's either wouldn't have been interested or he wouldn't have sold. Correct. Uh, both. It would have been both. So I think it's it's changed. And, of course, uh, we're very lucky to have you as part of the part of the family. And, um, Dave Bignall, congratulations on your award and um, good yeah. luck for the rest of V23. Yeah, thanks, Richard. Thanks, Jill.